So, fun fact. A dolphin's nipples are located in its anus. Now, I don't know how useful that information is and why people would really care to know that because of how weird it is. But season five is here with us and I don't think there's any better way that we should probably start this. Like, this is one of those facts that just makes you question a lot of things. Like, seriously, a lot. Because at no point in my life has the term, I will milk the shit out of his ass or her ass made so much sense. Because you actually kind of think about it. Like, people use the nipples, or at least nipples for mammals are, like, for sucking out the milk. And it's like you're milking it from the back. And then, like, that in itself sounds wrong. And it just makes you start questioning a bunch of random things that you probably shouldn't be. Like, what if the G-spot is located in, like, the anus? Like, how does that happen? Because, like, I've also been told that, like, a man's G-spot is, like, in his anus. If you combine an anus with, like, sensitive nipples and then, like, the dolphin has, like, gay sex. Like, how much more pleasure will they be feeling? Like, this is this is something that I'm genuinely starting to question. But uh, I probably shouldn't be questioning this shit because, like, the mere thought of it. But anyways, like, that was the story about two gay lions before. And, well, as a certain Kenya Film Classification Board exec once said, they probably need cancelling if they got to that level. But anyways, we have a podcast to do, so uh, we might as well just start. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is now starting to look at dolphins differently. He is also a man who is super happy to be back doing Battle of the Sexes because we've missed this shit. We've missed doing it like it normally is. We've missed factory settings. But you know what? We are here. I am here. The man on the mic is none other than I, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, your weekly love, sex and relationship show. Season 5 is with us. We are going to be celebrating episode 50 next week. So my goodness, there is so much to celebrate this season. And honestly, I've genuinely missed this. Like, a month break was pretty okay. Like, fine, yes, there was the minisodes and all. And that's kind of over. Uh, not unless if I release one episode this week to sort of kind of cap everything off. But there's been so much that's gone on. Like, I've honestly never felt like I was missing out on giving so much content up until this past break. Like, normally every break, I usually kind of, like, de-stress and, like, get some R&R, do the minisodes for, like, experimentation and shit. But this time, like, from the first week I was on break... There's this whole wave of like interesting news that I'd have just talked about. Like there's interesting tweets that I'd have broken down. Like there's so much that I've actually missed over the past four weeks that genuinely in my heart, I wish I could have just fired up the mic and gone back in and like done it. But you sort of have to respect the value of a good break. And I sort of had to do that. Because, you know, like, sometimes you just have to let some of these good stories slide because you have to get some R&R. And, like, there was so much that kind of went on. Uh, between my break, there was the Cardi and Offset leaving each other. Now, apparently, they're back together. There was the Tory and Megan story and situation happening 
with Tory's album and someone talking shit and Rick Ross trying to talk shit while promoting Bel Air. Like, there's so much that's kind of gone on. And uh, actually, let me even just go back to the whole Cardi and Offset situation because that's kind of what's been running right now. Now, they sort of broke it off and I remember by the time it was ending, the filing for divorce had sort of started and it was a thing. But like right now, guys have stories of Cardi busy twerking on Offset, Offset busy getting her like a billboard with her name on it for her birthday. And apparently now they're back together and everyone's catching a feeling. Because people are like, oh my goodness, Offset is emotionally manipulating her. Oh, she's going back to this guy. And, you know, this is an abusive and a toxic relationship. And they shouldn't be together. Blah, 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 blah. And honestly, I just can't really give much of a flying damn about it. Because this is like the second time it's happened. Is it a toxic relationship? Probably, probably not. I honestly don't really care. And I don't even think Offset is that emotionally abusive. I think he's a bit of a simp though. Because, like, when you look at all the shit that this guy does to get Cardi back, either after he's fucked up or after Cardi chooses to leave, you are kind of left in awe. Because the first time Cardi dropped this guy was when apparently he had cheated on her. And all of a sudden, this guy is surprising her on stage and asking her to take him back. Or you'd find that that during his performance he like starts doing like this whole thing for cardi please take offset back and 21 savage is helping him but like right now you're looking at this time and it's like this guy went and like had a billboard with her name on it telling her happy birthday then after that he's buying her a rolls royce and a bunch of birkin bags and trying to get her back and i'm like sure you wanted to leave and this time it's not like you did something wrong and, you know, she still ended up coming back because in as much as Offset is a simp, apparently, according to Cardi, he clearly has good dick. She seems to be dickmatized. And because of that, Cardi is coming back just the same way she came back the other time. And it's just for the same exact reason. The dick. The sex. And y'all think that it's me that's just coming to this conclusion? No. Like, she actually admitted this herself. She actually admitted that the first time she went back, actually, this was... She actually admitted that she had gone back for the dick. That was the first time. And this, as a second time, she sort of admitted the same exact thing. Like, she just went back for the dick. And she knows how dysfunctional they are. But she's also going back for the dick. So I think because both of them stand to benefit, I think, you know, they're, they're pretty good for all I know and care. But honestly, like, people just do not know how to let people have a break. Like, relationship shit like this happens all the time. It's just that I think that Cardi went a little bit too far with like filing for divorce because normally you just leave. Why the hell do you have to go and file for divorce? You know, not unless if you have an album or a mixtape coming out and you know, you want to generate some clout around the both of you. But anyways, I should probably let that one go because we need to handle today's topic, which I found to be particularly interesting because it's been something that people have been talking about around here for like a week. Now, for those of y'all that might know this story, a certain guy had actually written, or should I say typed, a two-page letter to his wife's bank supervisor telling him to leave his wife alone or he will kill her. And it's not that, you know, the wife was being stalked or being sexually abused or anything. She was just cheating on him with her supervisor, the bank supervisor. And what happened was the bank supervisor and the wife had sort of been banging for quite a while. 
they had done it on trips they had done it around random hotels where they stayed and it was like a common thing it was like something that was going along for quite a while and on that uh two-page letter that this guy wrote up because clearly people have time he promised that he would kill him he said that the bare minimum would be two shots to the chest and from the video that people have gotten which i also got this guy did exactly that he fired a bunch of bullets i didn't bother counting but i'm assuming he emptied the clip on him and i think for most people it's like a closed and shut case like this guy went dropped his entire identity like everyone knows exactly who he is uh and his online profile exists and people know him and he's probably going to go to prison and it's like one of those closed and shut cases and everyone is probably all saying the same exact thing oh you shouldn't do that if your wife cheats on you blah 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 you don't have to kill someone now imagine that you know the uh you're going to jail and your wife is gonna go ahead and continue cheating on you with someone else and i'm not gonna lie there's there's not that much that you'd probably say to refute such a thing like i'm not gonna go against that you know frame of thought because well that's the only way you can really ever really look at it and not gonna lie uh this is one of those situations where it's like you know what it's probably closed and shut so i probably shouldn't talk about it because i'll just be repeating what other people say but the reason why i'm sort of just trying to stick to this story is because I feel like there's something that people need to know and understand about relationships whether marriage whether casual there's certain bits that people sort of need to learn and understand about you know the dynamics of relationships because uh like firstly I don't know why it is that you need to go that far for a cheating partner like yes you can find the person that your partner is cheating on you with but the truth of the matter is if they chose to cheat on you and you take the person that they're cheating on you with out of the equation there's a pretty good chance that they'll just go and cheat on you with someone else like you're removing the wrong piece from the chessboard and at the end of the day it doesn't really get to change much and worse still you're choosing to kill the person and firstly forgive me for acting all crime drama-ish about all of this but the mere fact that this guy wrote up a letter and sent it to this guy and it was two pages actually shows that this guy intended on it so there's intent there so it's like just cold-blooded murder uh i think of like the first degree or some shit and the worst part about it is this guy if he goes to prison when he goes to prison if he has gone to prison is still on the losing side because like you've killed the person that your wife is cheating on you with and now you're in prison like so what you think your wife is gonna stay locked on to you while you're in prison possibly for life like they'll probably move on with someone else hell they might just apply for divorce and then you know leave with half of your shit and this time you can't even fight it and while they've left they'll probably go and hop on someone else's dick and then continue riding it while you're probably trying to guard yourself from dropping the soap and shit so i think to some degree like this is part of the reason why I usually try to tell people like don't act out of rage like fine yes you you're emotionally charged and shit that doesn't mean that you have to react then and there and the worst part is it was premeditated this is something that's been building up for a while why do you have to go that far if it's been building up for a while you can use it as a proper case uh to go and file for divorce and get custody of your kids which is probably a little bit more important but 
someone just has to go and start fighting with someone else over their wife. And this is probably why I'd call it elite level simping. Now, the thing is, it's not like it's a guy thing alone. Like I've seen women who sort of go through this uh, time and time again. Actually, this is something that we mostly hear women going through and women sort of putting themselves through uh, where it's like, you find that your husband is cheating on you with a certain woman that woman is like busy moving around head held high and then they sort of want to go there and like get rid of the woman and say leave my man alone like there's that possessiveness and there's that protectiveness that will be there and for that reason i probably wouldn't call it simping because you know simping is mostly a guy thing but i will ask what tells you that the problem is the person that your partner is cheating on you with like there's usually times when you can look and you're like you know what it's probably because this person's flesh was weak blah 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 you know spirit is strong flesh is weak i ended up landing on her pussy i slid and i fell inside like you can give all sorts of random excuses for it but sometimes it's better to kind of just sit back chill and sort of just pay attention to some of the details because when you actually kind of look at it cheating is almost sort of like a fever because like when you look at why people have fevers it's usually your body trying to raise its temperature so that it can kill whatever bacteria and maybe viruses that could be in your body that's not making you feel well like that's sort of a common thing and when you look at cheating and sort of treat it that way it does kind of show that the body which is your relationship your marriage the partnership that you have could be under attack from a certain problem And the thing is, it's actually not that hard to figure out what the problem is because the problem is either external and sometimes it's internal. It could be within and between the both of you or even with one of you as individuals. So like the easiest way to know this is just look at how they're cheating. So if your partner is cheating on you with a bunch of different people so like uh let's assume that you know your partner is male or female and they're cheating on you with multiple individuals so it's not like they just bang one person consistently they're doing it with like two three different people all at once or it's like one one times with a bunch of different women or men then the problem is external it's not the relationship it's the person and the forces outside so it's either that other people are really good at seduction or you know your partner just doesn't know how to keep their trousers or skirt or undies on and you know it's it's a common thing you know there's people that belong to the streets as the book of future says from the streets did you belong and to the streets you shall return thus i say unto you you belong to the streets uh it's something that happens But like when you look at the other side of it, where it's like your partner is cheating on you with one person over a period of time, like they're not sleeping around with a bunch of other people. It's just one person. Then there, it just means that the problem is internal. The problem is in your relationship and the problem could even be you as a partner. So it's just one of those things that you probably need to debate on because like when you look at this situation, This guy's wife was cheating on him, as far as we know, with only the supervisor, the bank guy. That's the only person that we know that she was cheating on him with. So the problem is internal. It's with their relationship. It's with their marriage. And the problem could even be this guy. 
And the most unfortunate thing is, this guy wasn't paying attention to that at all. For him, the problem was the wife's supposed supervisor or boss was banging her. Like that was his biggest issue. And it doesn't even come close to what issues could be plaguing their marriage. Because this guy wants to go and rescue his wife and shit, act like fucking, I don't know, the the dark knight or some shit, because clearly he's doing some dark shit shooting this guy. And he he wants to look like he's the ever-caring husband, but in reality, he's probably a very crappy one. Or, or maybe he's just a very crappy partner because he's not paying attention to the details. And I find it very, very hard to try and explain to someone like that that the problem is internal because they think that their marriage is perfectly okay. Because according to the letter, he says that the wife moved into quote-unquote dressing like a prostitute around the house and not, you know, taking care of the kids. What if the problem is the home? Like, what if the wife was actually trying to save whatever sex life they had by kind of dressing provocatively to make this guy horny? Like, we don't even know that because clearly this guy was only focusing on the fact that apparently she was dressing like a hoe. And just like that, man's missed the details. You know, the problem could have even been worse. The problem could have been him. Because if I can quote the letter again, because clearly I can't, you know, read an entire two pages for you. Like this guy spoke of how the supervisor was banging his wife with his matchstick dick. Like kid you not, that was the term that he used on the letter. Word for word, he said matchstick D. And I don't know, like I find it odd that this guy didn't even notice a bunch of details there because um, not to crash the whole matchstick dick parade and everything but if you supposedly have really good dick but your wife is going for matchstick dick you should probably start questioning your dick or you know just your ability to perform at that point because clearly if your wife is constantly and consistently going for that same matchstick then there seems to be a problem down there that you are not addressing just saying and it probably isn't just in the in the bedroom life probably isn't the sex life it could be other things but this guy if he's willing to let that issue flow right on top of him if he's willing to let such a crucial detail get past him all because of his anger then i think this guy has bigger problems because clearly he seems to have a problem he seems to be a part of the problem but he doesn't want to address it and frankly to be honest this is a big issue with a lot of people sometimes you find that you're being cheated on and sometimes you know you'll go and you'll blame the person cheating you'll blame the person that your partner is cheating on you with be it a friend be it a colleague be it even a sibling or a cousin and you'll have some level of hate for them and you'll sort of have a bit of an issue with your partner but you'll get back to them but deep down you'll be forgetting that the issue can sometimes be internal the issue can sometimes be in the relationship and honestly if anything i think people need to start paying attention to that if your partner cheats on you with one person and one person alone then the issue is most probably internal if they're cheating on you with a bunch of different people then the issue isn't necessarily internal it's mostly an external issue when you look at the infidelity that happens you kind of have to pay attention to some of the details because sometimes 
it's a cry for something else. It's not that they just want to sleep with other people. It's probably because that other person is offering something that you should have probably been offering your partner. So please start paying attention to your partners and some of the signals that they give you and some of the details. Hell, even better, communicate and listen when someone is telling you something, especially if it's your partner. Otherwise, we're going to continue having some of these issues. But anyways, that's been it from me. I want to know your thoughts. Do you think that the wife should have probably opened up and tried talking about it? Do you think that this guy is probably going to enjoy himself when he drops the soap? And I don't know, do you think that maybe we should uh, move his, uh, his nipples to his anus so that he can get better pleasure in prison? The IG handle to hit us up on is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can hit my personal DMs at Bagaka the D, the B and the DR capital. And fun fact, I actually noticed that guys have been sort of following on CastBox and people have been wanting to comment on the episodes. So yes, if you get CastBox, you can comment there. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.